the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already played fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash in their new over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com on your phone and join the SGPN group. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 dollars that's sleeper.com slash sgp and make sure to download the sgpn app you're home for all of our free picks and podcasts yes sir we are back for another episode of the wba gambling podcast and I have a little more energy today because, you know, it's the time that the people wait for. It's the time that the people that love me love to see. It's the time that the people hate me hate to see. It doesn't matter. It's like the WWE when you hear the, let's go, Cena, Cena sucks. That's what people, that you either love me or you hate me. And one way or another, you're going to love or hate what I do next because it's absolutely necessary. And I can't get away not doing it because last time out when I was here on this show, and I talked to you, and we had a massive slate in the WNBA. Six games. Every single team playing in the WNBA. Every single team in WNBA was playing six games. I came on this show. I told you this was going to be a big day. And I left that show. And when the night was over, thank you, Alicia Gray. You are my favorite player in the WNBA because you turned a good night into a great night. But that last second three that didn't matter to anybody but the true DGENs because at that point, if you tailed me last time, you went not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, six and oh, you went six and oh, ATS. I went six and oh, ATS last time we were out here. I it, huh? It's unfathomable that how we're just seeing the board here, and it's just you come over here and you sit here and you tap into the WNBA gambling podcast and you make money. You make monies in ways you didn't think you were going to make money. If you started the top of the year thinking, "Hmm, I'm going to make money in the WNBA this season," no, I don't think a lot of people did. But the listeners of the WNBA gambling podcast did, and they know that now they are on the train. If you are a new listener, please make sure you subscribe to the WNBA gambling podcast. I'm doing this all season. We're doing this all season. I'm about to introduce my codes for a second, but we're just going to make money all season. This is during the summertime. The NBA finals are wrapping up. They're probably going to be done next week, maybe on Monday. <laughs> it might be done on Monday. Just let you know. It could be. Possibly. That's game five. Might be. I'm not trying to tell you. I'm not trying to sway you one way or another, but it could be over in game five. No, there's a possibility. Either way, next week is a wrap. You about to have the NBA draft. You need something to bet on in the summertime. And why not follow the crew that just sent you 6-0 ATS last time out? Come on, people. Come on now. Now, now, come on. Come on. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. So go tell a friend. Tell a friend of a friend. You're making some money. I cashed my lock last time out. Uh, what was my lock? It doesn't matter because I cashed it because I went 6-0 and ATS. Oh, yeah, it was the dream out of 6. Cashed that. My dog didn't go. I had the wings in the first half. They covered. That's crazy. I just can't stop covering. It, I just can't stop covering. It's, it's insane. I can't stop covering because it's just like that. So they covered. They didn't get the win, so we didn't get the plus money price there. Now, 
that I finished that and I've gotten that out my system because it's been sitting with me for a while. I actually kind of wanted to record this podcast early because I need to get it out of my system, but it's out of my system. Thank you for the people. If you enjoyed the segment, you enjoyed it. If you hate it, well, it's over. And you can just wait and listen for some more winners because you're going to tell me anyway. <laughs> All right. Whoo we? That was fun. That was fun. It's amazing being a villain, Scott. Oh, if y'all didn't know, my co-host Scott Rice Show was with me. He was just, he told me to do a victory lap, and I didn't think of one off the top of my head. Like I didn't Pretty have it planned. I just yeah, I just came I just came off the dome with it. Like that was just off the dome victory lap. I had no idea how I did it, but I did it. So you know, it's just natural to me. But well, part of villain school is learning how to con- you know construct villain speeches. So yes, and you know you have to be able to give monologues at any given point when you're a villain because people don't know this about my co-host but he was the villain valedictorian i don't know if people know that but (laughs) he spent a lot of time you know reading the textbooks back in the day you know i've i learned from the best villains and there's a lot there's a lot of villains that don't get a lot of credit and they they were very good at being villains you know it's a lot you know one of my favorite villains edge Edge is, I've been watching a lot of Edge videos recently. Edge is one of my favorite villains. Yeah, Edge found a way to get people to hate him. All right. But, and it's crazy because I didn't mean to overshine you because you had an amazing day. (laughs) You had a great day. But, man, we are on fire. Like, it doesn't matter what side of the spectrum people are telling, whether they're telling my picks, whether they're telling your picks, they're making money. They are making money out here, and we are running things in the WNBA. I can't wait to get more guests. I can't wait to expand this show. I can't wait to expand this league. Like, y'all sit here and you talk, and, you know, you listen to me say all this stuff, and I know I have antics and all this stuff, and some people like it, some people don't. But the fact that people are watching this league more, and if you're one of those people that you really didn't watch this league at all until you started listening to this podcast, please send me, a, like, a tweet or something. I'll retweet it. I'll, you know, put it out because that's honestly what I'm just trying to do here. I'm trying to help expand, expand this league because it's a great league and it's a great opportunity for these young ladies to go out there and showcase their talents and earn some money doing what they love to do. But it's also a chance for us to go out there and get winners, and it's a win-win. Yeah, I feel like that's a perfect way to sum it up. And even if you still do not really follow the WNBA, you're betting on it, so you're following it. Congratulations. Like, I'm just going to tell you right now, if you, have, if you have a rooting interest of any kind in this sport, then you're kind of following the sport. Just saying. But to go through my Sunday, it was okay. Overall, it wasn't as good as yours, of course. The sky burned me on my lock. I had them in the first half minus, I think it was three and a half. They were crushing them in the first quarter. They let the Mystics back in the game, and I think they led at the half, but they led by, like, two, and they had a couple of chances there at the end of the first half to go up four. They just couldn't make a shot. So that was unfortunate, but I did have the Sun on the money line at, like, plus 130 against the Storm. Took a second-half comeback, but... The line grew after we got off the pod. It started off at two. I think it closed at minus three and a half for the Storm. What is going on? It doesn't matter if the line grew. I'll take the damn money because I, I, I just don't get it. But either way, yeah, we have one of those teams playing again tonight. 
which we'll talk about later. But had a pretty good Sunday. Wasn't as good as yours, but if we're both making money, then it's a good show. Yeah, no, we both are making a lot of cash. And you know what? You can take that cash. You can take that cash down over to WinBet and bet $50 on their Bet50 Win200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, you can enter the Ultimate Fantasy Football Experience by betting $500 on sports or casino before July 31st, 2021, and you'll be entered to experience the Ultimate Fantasy Football Draft. Look, they're going to take you to Encore Beach Club. You'll get a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league and multiple entries allowed. So if you wager $1,000 on sports before then, you get two entries. So it's great and really excited for that. That's a great opportunity. You know, me and Scott do the fantasy football podcast as well. So if anybody wins that, let us know. We'll definitely uh, egg you on and, you know, blast that out as well. And then you could also party with DJ Diesel. All users can bet $100 on NBA or casino and be entered to a prize drawing to attend DJ Diesel. Do you know who DJ Diesel is? Of course. Shaq does. Yes. So I was listening to the MLB Gambling Podcast earlier. and Malcolm had no Malcolm idea. No, no idea. had no idea who DJ Diesel was. <laughs> he was sitting there, he was like, I don't know who DJ Diesel is, but he's going to be there. <laughs> I'm like, Malcolm, come on, man. You, uh, man, it's the Brits, the Brits. <sighs> All right. Do you think his but, crowd would be more would be bigger if he just called himself DJ Shaq? No, no, because everybody knows Diesel. I feel like if you hear DJ Diesel, you know, you know that Shaq. I'm sure you should know at some point, but you should know it's Shaq if he just tells you it's Shaq. I feel like that kind of cuts out the middle. I also man. feel like it. He's but, a big guy, so you can't like <laughs> if you see this guy. Who the hell's the seven foot guy behind the booth? <laughs> like, no, it's Shaq. Like, you, yeah, you know, you know like who it is. It might be Shaq, but I don't know. It could be somebody that just looked like Shaq. He looks like, like oh. he might have averaged thirty five in the NBA Finals. You know, no, it, it, I think it's Shaq. But I'm also curious how many nicknames Shaq needs. Oh, he's, got he's approaching like 40 at this point. He's got a million. He's got a million. But we're going to talk about DJ Diesel and his performance at Encore Beach Club. So bet $100 on NBA or Casino, and you can be in a prize drawing to win a chance to go attend that performance and a meet and greet with Shaq this summer. So much to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com. You started today. All subject change, terms, conditions at winbet.com. Must be torn in order and present in a state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And since we were just talking about fantasy and how you can have your fantasy draft at WinBet if you go bet that money and win that prize. So y'all go do it, go win it so I can live through you. Matter of fact, invite me in your league so I can go with you there and we can live draft together. I like that. I, per- I love that idea. You should really do that. And you can do it on Sleeper because I have my fantasy league up there. I have a count up there. So it's super easy for you to invite me in your league so we can, you can win the prize and I can go to Vegas with y'all and draft with y'all. That'd be a whole, a whole bunch of fun. And now you can make money on Sleeper too by their new over-under game. Super easy. Take what we do in the NBA Gambling Podcast. Take somebody like Clay Thompson. You could take Clay Thompson. You could take his under on points because Clay Thompson has not shown up for the NBA Finals yet. So you could take his under on points along with some other props, and you can win up to two or 20 times the amount of money that you put in. So fun because they have a crazy chat feature where you can talk to smack to everybody. You can go out there, copy picks, and it's, it's a really good product. 
And so this is what you do. You go to sleeper.com slash SGP and it'll automatically, ma- automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Yes, 100% deposit match up to $100. And it'll put you in our SGPN group so you can see my picks, Moonall picks, Scott picks, Ryan picks, Sean picks, even Kobe picks. Kobe doesn't pick often in the NBA because he thinks it's a sham sport, but you can pick there as well and you can copy his the man actually hit and i don't know how kobe hit and he hates the nba but he actually hit something so you go out there and and tell kobe picks actually matter of fact tell him i sent you (laughs) so terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms to use for details again that's sleeper.com slash sgp for an automatic match of your first deposit up to one hundred dollars all right, Scott, we got a short slate here. Two games on the docket. Let's go ahead up with the first game. We have a rematch. This is the second time that these teams are playing in like the last two weeks, I believe. And this is the automatic. Well, they played on Sunday. Yeah, they just played on Sunday, yeah. but I think they played they played for the first time like two weeks ago when we were in Vegas. I yeah, they played on Vegas. May 24th. And uh, either way, the New York Liberty, another loss. So they fall to three and eight. Minnesota Leaks also at three and eight. They're playing again. The Lynx at the Liberty. Here we go again. Liberty minus two and a half favorites. Line opens up at 159 and a half. What are you doing with our New York Liberty here? So the Liberty have burned me time and time again because whenever I pick the other team as a lock, the Liberty win. And whenever I lean towards the Liberty, to cover, they lose. So I'm kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. Now, I did lean to the Liberty on Sunday, and shocker, they lost. Uh, the yep. Lynx were missing their uh, guard, Jefferson, who is supposed to be out for this game as well. Uh, she's now doubtful, so I guess she has been progressing to some degree, but I highly doubt she's going to play in this game. Mm-hmm. So with her being out, she's averaging 14.2 points per game, five, uh, five assists per game. They won without her. On a Sunday, but if I'm if you actually look at first of all the line, they just played the Liberty lost, and yet they're still favored, which I find extremely trappy to me because I feel like everybody's going to take the links in this spot. But I'm looking at the actual shooting numbers in Sunday's meeting. The Lynx shot 49% from the floor. The Liberty shot 45%. So that's fine. You know the Lynx won the game. The Lynx shot seven for 13 from three, which is 53.8%. The Liberty went four for 30, 13.3%, and the Lynx won by seven. Now, I'm going to trust my instincts here, even though the Liberty have annoyed me time and time again. The fact that the Liberty are favored and the fact they shot so poorly from three makes me believe that they're actually going to show up for this game and win. But I'm assuming the entire public is going to be on the Lynx because they're 2-0 against the Liberty and they're probably scratching their head going, why are the Liberty favored in this game? Yep. I'm not going to fall for it. I think it's a trap. I'm not going to fall for it. Give me the Liberty minus the two and a half. Well, you were right about the money being on the links because yeah, it's going to be your money. 76%, about 76%. I'm telling you right now. It's going to be your money. I know, I, but no, it's I'm, not. No, okay. it's not. Because I can't fall I for told it. You, I told you last time that it was a, it was a bad spot for the Liberty because they just they were eleven and a half point underdogs that got a win on the road. You thought, yeah. no, I was like, no, nah, they're gonna blow this game. Like that's what they do. And now that you get the automatic rematch, I'm gonna take that split angle. I like the New York Liberty here, and it's because they played so poorly and they were actually in this game. Like four for thirty times. from three. 
it was so bad. It was so bad. But yet they were in the game and I was watching the game and I was kind of conflicted because I knew I had the Lynx plus three and a half, but I knew I kind of wanted the Liberty to actually win that game. So I was kind of rooting on, on both sides and the Liberty just could not put together a, a good run. And it's really to the due to the fact that they could not stop Ariel Powers, Powers from doing anything. Ariel Powers was doing whatever she wanted out there. She had 27 in the game, and she was lights out. I think that this time around, they're going to give her a little bit more attention and find ways to slow her down because Ariel Powers actually, if you go to herhoopstats.com, where I get all of my stuff from, Ariel Powers is fourth in the WNBA in usage rate at 28.7%. The only people that are ahead of her are Arike Ogumwale, Brianna Stewart and Kenny Carter. Surprisingly, Kenny Carter, but Kenny Carter. I wouldn't have guessed her. I would not have guessed her at first. She's first at 30.1%. But so if they can slow Ariel down, I think that's what, that's, that's what they need to get over the hump finally. They played this team two times before, and it hasn't worked either time. And when I sit here and I look at how the Liberty grew during that game, Sabrina looked like she started to fight through the traps and the double teams a little bit better towards the end of that game. And uh, Han Shu came off the bench and really learned from Sylvia Fowles over the course of that game to the fact that by the end of the game, she was actually playing pretty solid defense against her and being able to, and she's always been able to go out there and score the ball when needed and rebound, but she was playing some very solid defense against Sylvia Fowles. I can't wait to see that matchup come again. And Dawson's just got to shoot better from three. She she could she didn't hit anything. Dawson and Rebecca Allen both went 0 for six from three for the course of this game, and one for twelve from the field. You know you can't have that from two of your starters. So I think that it's a way better effort from the Liberty this time out. I think they learned from the mistakes of last game. The Lynx kind of feeling themselves a little bit. They beaten this time this team two times in a row, and. I would have figured that it would have been like maybe minus one links, maybe minus one Liberty. But the fact that the line is this big, it just feels like it's a trap and it wants everybody to go Minnesota. I'm not falling for it. Yeah. New York Liberty minus two and a half. We're on, the, we're on the same exact page. I mean, every now and then we'll find a line where a team's favored and we'll mm-hmm. say they shouldn't be favored by this much. And we'll make an argument where it's not exactly a trap. We just think it's mispriced. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, one team is 0-2, and they just played, and they're still laying points, that's pretty trappy based on the spot. So there is a difference between scenarios, and this one, don't get me wrong, the Lynx can still win. You know, the Liberty are a terrible basketball team. But I would be a lot more annoyed at myself if I took the Lynx in loss than if I took the Liberty in loss because I'm betting solely on the spot on the line, and it just mm-hmm. seems like it's daring you to take the Lynx. And when it's too good to be true, it usually is. All right, last time out, this line was set at – the total was set at 157.5. It went over, and and it went over at 161. Now we're getting 159.5. I want to go back and see. I got I to take the over. Now, I know that they're playing a back-to-back. So? I, know they gotta pl- I know they're playing a back-to-back, so you can argue the defenses should be better off, but they put up 161 last time out, and the Liberty once again shot four for 30 from three. So if you're assuming that the Liberty shoot closer to, hell, 12 for 30, that's another 24 points. I mean, so the first time out, it was one, 
60 and a half and it came in at 162 so 162 161 i don't know i'm on the under i think we're still not uh, like the handicap that you gave was you on the under last time or were you on the over i leaned to the think, oh, pff, i don't even remember but um, i think it was because we were talking about uh you know laning being out and Jeff i think we leaned out. under but we weren't happy about it yeah and I'm I'm going back to the under. I think that that was a good handicap. They still got both teams still got two of their best scorers out for this game, and you know I expect a higher defensive intensity game. While I do think that the Liberty are going to be more efficient, I don't think that equates like automatically equates to scoring more points. I think that is both teams are going to be in it a little bit, and it is going to be a little bit of a defensive struggle, and it's going to be some slugginess with the ball after it had just playing the same team in the same spot you know, a day, a day ago, honestly, two days ago. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take the under here. I think, I think that 159, I just don't know if you get 161 and 162, why are you not making this a little bit higher of a total, but 159 and a half, I I think I want to go ahead and go under here. It's fair. I'm just looking at the amount of three pointers at the Liberty Chuck up per game. And the yeah. fact that they have shot below 29% in each of the first two meetings, I am expecting the Liberty to shoot better. Mm. At some point, you got to at least, you know, law of averages. You're going to shoot pretty well at some point. But the Liberty takes so many threes that they've kind of single-handedly dragged the totals into the low 160s because of how poorly they've shot from downtown. Mm. I think if they shoot even decently, this game probably gets into the mid-160s. And if the Liberty can get the 77 and 78 against this team while shooting terribly from three, I think they could get into the mid-80s, if not higher, if they shoot pretty well from three. So I'll lean to the over. I usually lean unders and immediate rematch spots, but the Liberty shot so poorly from three that I just feel like this total's a bit too low. Yeah, yeah. All right, next game on the slate, we have the Atlanta Dream playing the Seattle Storm on the road. This game is in Seattle. If this game goes... Opened up. I was going to... The line sorry. opened up. <laughs> yeah, I just no, wanted no. to say something. Just, if, if this one yeah. goes the way that we think or this game goes the way that we think it's going to go, we might need an intervention for the odds makers. We'll have some coffee. We'll have some donuts. Maybe some bagels. You know, have some chairs in a circle. Because somebody's well, got to talk to these odds makers at some point. Hey, and you are going to actually have your opportunity to talk to the odds maker because we are going to have an odds maker on the show for our Wednesday night show for the, no, our Thursday night show. I always get this mixed up. Our Thursday night show for the Wednesday, huge Wednesday slate. So make sure you tap in, tell a friend of a friend. What do you mean for the huge Friday slate? Yeah, for the huge Friday slate. Yeah. Yeah. You went back in time. Friday slate. Oh, all right. (laughs) But. We're going to get some insider trades, so tell a friend of a friend. Make sure that you're all tapped in and listening. Let's make that the highest-viewed podcast yet. But back to this game. So the line opened up at 6.5. It went up to 8.5. I watched it while we were talking about the Liberty drop back down to 8. <laughs> Totals at one, opened up at 151.5. It's currently sitting at 153.5. I mean – I, okay, so my big mouth, I didn't mean to tell you this when we were in our pre-show production meeting. Let, let's go ahead and call that <laughs> what it is, uh, our pre-show production meeting. And I kind of mentioned it to you for a little bit, but I don't know if you actually caught it. So I'm going to just give you the uh, riddle. Or is it a riddle? No. 
the, what is it called? Trivia. There it is. That's the word. Trivia. I'm going to give you the trivia question. Where do you think the Seattle Storm rank in the entire WNBA ATS? Well, I know you told me what the record was, but... I did. <laughs> just, to, just to factor in everything, I would say third worst. Third worst? Yeah. Is that your final answer? Well, I know the Fever are great in the first half, but they can't cover a full game to save their lives. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to go third worst behind the Liberty, uh, ahead of the Liberty and the, and the Fever. Seattle is dead last. They are. ATS. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember the Fever the ever covering a full NBA. game spread, but okay. The Indiana Fever are tenth in the WNBA okay. at five and eight. The New York Liberty are right above the Storm at four and seven. The Seattle Storm are three and seven ATS. Okay. So, in terms of you know, good team win, great teams cover. The Seattle Storm are the worst team in the league, and I'm getting eight. They're laying eight. The worst team in the league is laying eight. I still see eight and a half at some spots. Eight and a half, like. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just mortified right now because this has to mean that people are betting the storm. But why? Why are you betting? Like, what? Is it because of Brianna Stewart? Is Brianna Stewart the why, reason why? I'm just, I don't, I don't get it. I truly don't get it. Maybe it's like, is it the ignorance, maybe? But it's reputation. It, and, the thing, and I get it because Atlanta hasn't been good in the past in recent years, but man, they are seven and four ATS. They're seven and four on the season. This team looks really good. They're like one of the top five teams in the WNBA right now. Maybe, uh, maybe right outside the top five. Worst case scenario, but, top seven. Yes, absolutely. They're definitely a hundred percent in the front half. And so, can you sit here and say that the Storm are definitively? as good as the dream i don't think so the dream defense has anchored them through the first part of the season they're actually first in the entire WNBA in defensive efficiency and i just i'm not getting it i'm i'm not getting it i i seattle has some has a pretty good defense as well but they are just struggle scoring the basketball man and it's really really hard for them right now they just had an embarrassing loss at home against the Dallas Wings and so maybe it's the bounce back spot I guess well they played the Sun after that oh yeah they did play the Sun they should have won that game too they got outscored 32 to 19 in the fourth quarter at home they did and it's just it's it's not been good it has not been good for them so I'm I I can't back, I can't back the storm in this spot. I cannot back the storm in this spot. I'm rolling with the dream. Ryan Howard has been everything and more than the dream and everybody in the WNBA thought she was going to be. She's top 10 in scoring right now, 16.2 points per game, 2.3 assists, not 3.9 rebounds. We, the efficiency you would want to be a little bit better, but if she was any more efficient than what she is now, she would probably be leading the MVP race for the WNBA. That's how good she is. And this team just – this team fights. This team is going to have some issue. They're like one of the best rebounding teams in WNBA, only second to the Las Vegas Aces. I really like the dream. 
Like, I really like the dream. They just do the little things it takes to win. And I know the critique that we have had on them is they have yet to do it against, you know, one of those top teams in the league and they've been beating up on the bad teams. But if we look at the storm, there's five and five seventh in the WNBA. So why can't they go toe to toe with the storm as well? Yeah, for me, I'm going with the dream as well. The storm are a team that are near and dear to my heart because of how much money I made on them a couple of years ago to win the title, but they're not the same team. And Sue bird, I'll give her props because I called her out in that Connecticut game. I said that she's going to have to actually start scoring double-digit points, and she actually played well offensively. But it didn't matter as they ran into a buzzsaw in the fourth quarter, and Connecticut kicked their asses. And they went from up by six to losing by seven. Made me money in the process. But the Storm, I get her a good team at home, still five and three. But I'm looking at these games here, and the Storm don't wow me. And even if I recognize that the Storm are a more experienced team, the Dream have had a lot of, I'd say, gritty performances where they're willing to really not back down from the opposition. Yep. Even, for example, against Chicago at home. I know it was a home game, but Chicago is the defending champions, and we figured that Atlanta would hang around. I like Chicago to cover the spread in that one, and they did. They probably didn't deserve to. It was about a one-point game with a minute and a half to go. And the sky were up big. The sky were up big at that point. Like, at one point, I was sitting there, I'm like, ooh, I completely missed on this game. And Atlanta rallied. They came fighting back. Yeah, they rallied. So, I recognize, of course, that home court advantage for Atlanta has mattered. And on the road, they're not bad by any means, but it might be tough for to rally like that in Seattle. But I can't ignore the fact that despite being a young overall roster – Atlanta never says die, and they're willing to play till the final buzzer. I respect that. And Seattle, even though I think there's a decent chance they win this game, I can't lay eight because, A, they can't score on a regular basis, and, B, they've been overvalued the entire season. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to suddenly pivot and say, well, this is definitely a trap line because the Storm should not be favored by this much because they've been mispriced the entire season. So because of the previous results and how much they've been favored by and they've been disastrous at covering those big numbers in the past, I'm not going to trust them now. So give me Atlanta. All right. The, if you want anything that is concerning that for Atlanta, say you're a Storm fanatic and for some reason you do want to bet the Storm tonight. The good thing you have going for you is that when Atlanta is dogs, well, not when they're dogs, but if they, they don't cover the spread and, and, win, and lose the game. If, if, wait, if that makes sense. Did I say that right? Did I say that right? I feel like yeah, I said as, right. as in when they're getting points, it's either money line or bust because they usually yeah, money, do not yeah, that's cover. that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah, that's basically I what I was trying to say. It's money line or bust because they're not going to cover and, you know, still lose. It's either they won outright or they just lost the game and they lost the cover entirely. So if you're on Storm, then you might as well take the points with that trend. But I I can't I can't bet Storm. I'm so I'm on Atlanta plus eight. I gave out Dream Money Line in a teaser in the NBA episode last night, and I'm sticking with it. I'm trying to figure out if I prefer Atlanta full game money line or first half money line. And I think I'm leaning full game because we saw the storm implode in the fourth quarter last game. Now, I am aware Connecticut's a top-two team in the league, 
mm-hmm. which is why I took Connecticut because I don't know how the Storm were favored against the top <laughs> against the second best team in the league. But Atlanta is definitely a step down from that. But I've questioned them to step up in big games, and they've lost in issues covering. But even in defeat, they impressed me in the Chicago game. They came from behind. They had a shot to win it against the defending champions on the road. That's good enough for me. This team has a certain amount of grit and a toughness that I appreciate. And the Storm right now, I cannot say for certain they have the same level of toughness. So do you feel – I feel like there's a shift and there's a changing of the guard. And these younger teams are whooping these older teams' ass. Like they're – and that's when where you're seeing, you know, while you're about to start seeing – is shifting to a young woman's league. And yes, the older cats have the experience and they know, but they're starting to realize, hey, you know, times has changed. You know, these girls are big, they're fast, they're we can't compete with them forever. We've had our time and our time is starting to go. And you look at the Phoenix Mercury who are struggling and they're a little bit of older team. You look at the Seattle Storm, who are struggling, a little bit of an older team. I think that there might be a changing of the guard here, people. Let's see what the Dream do tonight. But you heard us. We're both on the Dream. It's going to be making an interesting lock and dog segment. (laughs) But before we get to that, I'm going to talk about AG1 from Athletic Greens, where, hey, if you're an older player, maybe you need to tap into some Aging 1 because it really, really helps you with your energy, recovery, focus, and aging with one delicious scoop of 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens helps you start your day off right. Look, it's less than $3 away. So it was $3 a day away a day. Man, I can't talk today. Maybe because I'm just so excited because I went 6-0 ATS. All right, done with that humble plug. Let's finish getting paid because $3 a day is cheaper than buying daily cold brews. And AG1 supports better quality sleep and recovery. And Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Why would you not tap into Athletic Greens? And to make it easy, they're going to give you a free one-year supply of meal supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Take ownership over your health. Health is wealth, people. Health is wealth. And you can protect your internet health with IPVanish, the premier VPN. I tell you about it all the time because I use it. I use it faithfully. It helps you secure and be secure and safely browse the internet, encrypting 100% of your data. That's private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, all that stuff, shielding you from getting into the wrong hands. And even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. And... You can use it on unlimited devices like your computers, tablets, phones, even your Fire Stick. Like even like people won't even know what you're streaming. It's that great. Plus, incredible seventy percent off their yearly plan for our listeners with the thirty day money back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. So, go to ipvanish.com. Says SGP. Use promo code SGP and then just. The top of the button, you can claim your 70% off savings. It's ipvanish.com. Says SGP. All right, Scott, it's time for everybody's favorite segment, the segment that people fast forward through the show and skip to just to hear this and then keep going. We have Lock and Dog. What are you doing in this two-game sleep? Well, I am a bit concerned that we're going to have the same exact picks because it seemed like we saw the board the same way today. Yep. 
The question is, do I want to take the Liberty minus two and a half for the full game, or do I want to take first quarter? Because after losing to the same team twice and shooting that terribly and you're back at home again, I hope for the Liberty's sake they show up for the first 10 minutes of this game. Just for the sake of it. Because you know that you should be motivated in an immediate rematch spot, at least from the get-go, to get revenge. Ah, boy. I'm really torn between the two, but screw it. I'm going to take the Liberty full game. Minus two and a half. This line is just too trappy for me to say no to. You know, everybody is going to be on the links. But once again, the Liberty shot four for 30 from three, and they still hung around in the game. So even a mediocre shooting game, they probably win by at least five. And that's good enough for me. So I think the Liberty will respond. Immediate rematch angle. Shooting positive regression where they should Mm -hmm. shoot better. And I I don't expect the Lynx to shoot 53% from three again. But it's a time where the Liberty kind of need to beat this team just based on their psyche and the fact that they're still (laughs) at home. I'll give it to them. Once again, if they lose, then they're just going to continue to annoy me. But I think it's a good spot for them. I'll lay the two and a half. All right. What's your dog? Dog's going to be the dream on the money line. I mean, I cashed on the wings on the money line against the Storm a couple of days ago at like plus 260. So 290 never hurt anybody, you know. I'm just going to take the plus 290 because I really don't know how the Storm are favored by this many points. I get reputation. I get experience. As you said before, the younger teams have done quite well this season compared to what the odds makers have projected. But the Storm have been overvalued all season long. They're the worst team ATS. And the Dream have shown a level of toughness that most young teams don't have. And I think that they should hang around. I think they should be able to really make a game out of this. And I've seen the Storm struggle down the stretch of games. My question for you is, if the Dream did not lose by eight to Chicago, let's say they ended up winning that game. They're down one with a minute and a half to go. If they beat Chicago, how many points are they getting? Five and a half? Six? There's no way they're still getting eight. No, no. It's, this is probably – I would probably put this at maybe three. Especially if they beat Chicago, this is probably at three, four. Either way, I think it's too many points. I'll fade the worst ATS team in the league. Yep. Give me the dream money line of plus 290. All right. Well, you got one of our picks right. Because while I am fairly confident that the Liberty go out here and show up. Take the first quarter. Them. I'm not going to lock them up. I'm not going to no, I'm not going to lock them up. I'm just going to go all in on the dream because this is absurd. This is this is absurd. <laughs> and it's too much respect going to the Seattle Storm and I'm I'm curious. Maybe this is a trap. Maybe they're baiting us. I, or maybe they just really, really like the Seattle Storm. But if it's a trap, then call me an idiot because I just jumped in. I'm hoping I split Atlanta traps, Dream worst case scenario. Plus eight. Give me Atlanta Dream plus eight for my lock. Give me the Dream plus 290 for my dog. Because I see I'm eight and a half, though. So you can take eight, eight and, and a half. half. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because honestly, I truly think that I'm just going to let them keep the points and I'm not going to need them. I really don't think I'm going to need the points today. But we'll see. I think that this Atlanta team is very good. If it comes down to it, it's going to take a really big fourth quarter by the Storm, and they just haven't been on the good on a good track record. They could very well win this game. That's why I want to be on the plus eight, because I do think that they could very well win this game. But giving me this price for a Dream team that if they win, I mean, if they cover, they normally win the game outright. Mm-hmm. I'll take the chance. So, yep, we've got the same dog. 
I'm on Atlanta plus eight. You're on the Liberty minus two and a half for the full game. That is it for the WNBA Gambling Podcast. This episode, Scott, do you have anything else for the people? Not really. I was doing a quick dive into some MVP odds. Maybe we can save that for next time out. But our friends at WinBet have uh, Wilson as the favorite at plus 250. I can't believe she's still plus 250. But, you know, maybe that's just me. I'm looking around. Plum's 4-1. to one, Brianna Stewart 6-1. to one, John Quell is 8-1. to one. You see Jackie? What's Jackie at? Uh, let me check because I know that was a name that you were going to be tempted by. She's 25-1. to one. Jackie is leading the WNBA in scoring right now. No, she's 25 to 1. She's leading the WNBA in scoring at 19.2 points per game. No, I lied. She's not leading. Kelsey's leading at uh, at 19.8. It's pretty tough and, right now to beat Wilson, in my opinion, because she's averaging a double-double, and she's the defensive anchor of the team. So if you want to go for overall stat lines, I think that Asia should be closer to uh, – probably plus 150 at this point, but she's averaging 16.1 points, 9.8 rebounds, and 2.3 blocks. And she's the face of the best team in the league. Plus 250 kind of sounds like a gift, doesn't it? I know that you're mentioning some long shots, but that should be somewhere in the ones at this point. No, no, I'm 100% in agreement with you. So, yeah, that's, that's a good price. Yeah, we'll talk some... Maybe we'll talk with when we when we get our guest on on Thursday Thursday yeah, night. We'll talk we about some some MVP futures. I like that. I like that. We can ask these same questions. All right. Other than that, he's at Rush Radio on Twitter. I'm at really real underscore underscore on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe if you aren't already. Just go hit it. Like it's right there. Just tap the button. Subscribe to the WNBA Gambling Podcast. Matter of fact, leave us a review. Leave us a review like right now. You can do that. That's like eat a couple of taps of the button. You can leave us a review. Really appreciate that. Leave us a review right now. I, I went six and up. Matter of fact, you should put like you should lead off your review with six and oh. Lead off the review with six and zero, oh, and then send the reviews. And actually, just don't even write a review. Just write six and zero, oh and just send it. You know, kind of <laughs> speaks for, kind of just speaks for itself. It. <laughs> you know, yeah, write six and zero oh and send it. And uh, let me talk to let me talk to the bosses. I might have some merch for you, so we'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But drop us some reviews for sure. All right. Other than that, I don't have anything else for this podcast. We're finna go ahead and get up out of here. No idea how I'm in the podcast. I'm just ending like this. Free BG. We are out. 